Kiss my mom because I was your third grade substitute. substitute? Yeah. No bullshit. No, I'm lying. No, I'm about to say. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee. Hail thee as the son of a of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Hey, hey, hey. Anyway, shout out to Sister Act. Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2, back in the habit. Shout out to Whoopi. Shout out to that nut, Lauren Hill. And welcome back to the PLP podcast with your boy, Carlos D. And your girl, Christy. Welcome back. Thank you. Before we get into the shenanigans of the evening, um, I remind you guys. You can like us, rate us, subscribe, and review on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever you find great podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Shout out to the boy John of the John Effect Podcast who reminded me while I'm asking everybody else to review mm -hmm. our podcast, am I actually going out and reviewing other people's podcasts? Oh. So he called me on that. Yes. And I have done it in the past, but I have been lax. That don't mean you can't help us out. Why you got to do something to get something? <laughs> Help me out, brother. But that's a dope podcast. I'm going to review you soon, John. Shout out to John. Uh, the What is he? The, the podcast QB. Fidel Clash Flow. And the many other acronyms that I don't remember all right now. That's what he goes by? Or this yeah, is he, got, he go by a bunch of them. Okay, go ahead, John Effect. Did you say who you were? You did. I did. I'm Christy. Okay. For those of you first time listening, I am the co-host to the PLP podcast. Co-host with number... the most hosts. 34. Yes. Okay. Um, also like us on Instagram at the PLP podcast and send us emails at the PLP podcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, since you shouting any announcements, yes. Oh, you want to shout some people? I'll go for it. I want to shout out Candace and Treb of black married fly. You know, you know, they're listeners, I believe of our show and do try to uh, tune in when I can. And they had a really good um, episode the other day. They asked a question, about they got a listener question about when is it appropriate to use condoms when you're married so and I think I sent that to you and we had our own little conversation about it but they kind of broke it down and said you know basically that hopefully by that point when you're married you should already have that trust built up and y'all should have went and got tested together so mm. like yeah, but really there's got no engaged, reason some condoms won't come off in my personal yeah, opinion yeah so that was like a weird question because to me it just feels like all right if you still using like why are you using condoms I, to me it would only married. be like if if because in the past i've been in long long-term relationships where i trusted another person neither one of us had anything but we continue to use condoms because she was not on any type of birth control because she didn't like the hormones or whatever it was and it might have messed her up so we continue to use condoms so you after three weeks if he didn't stage you up on any dates condoms come off right for who for you oh don't be disrespectful that's disrespectful extremely so just go ahead and apologize you know i don't apologize but it was a mistake very good so 
you know, they always. It's four weeks. It is not. That's so just rude and inappropriate. Ooh, ooh. So, what we two minutes into the episode and you already coming for your co-host. Anyway, I'm not. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout out on. to Candace and Treb of Black Mary Fly. And then just my other announcement is that DC bus drivers are just angry and aggressive. Like, I feel like I get... <laughs> when I'm swung on you? No, nah, they be ready to swing on everybody else. So, like, this, the 650 bus out, out of here, the lady comes up. As soon as she opens the door, she's hollering, Stand, get back, get back. You know you could get hurt because people are, like, aiming to get, to get on the bus, bus, standing close. But the, as soon as she opened that door, she's hollering at people. And then on the way home, the same part, I get a different person. And they all, you know, honking, beeping their horn, yelling and stuff. It's like, oh, calm down. You about to have a, you know, That's a stroke over here trying to get people home. Driving a bus in DC traffic, man, all day up and down the same route over and over. I don't know how anybody can keep their sanity doing some shit like that. Yeah. Because I would be like, I, I just a little bit of driving that I do, I'll go nuts. Yeah. So yeah, angry. but yeah, they're some angry people. I had a particularly angry, angry driver today hollering at people to get back, or he wasn't gonna move the bus. Dang. And then you have, you know, what other what else annoys me is that people will stand there in the middle aisle. You know, you have a bus where it's full and people have to stand up. Mm-hmm. And so instead of moving back, people will stand in place. And it's like you're supposed to move back. Like, get the and fuck out the way and go to the back there. of the bus. And so that's another reason that I was a little bit tardy today, even though I beat you to. Um, I'm just sick of people. You. But um, yeah. So that that was my only other little thing. But okay. we that? we did get uh, an email. Oh so, my god, damn! Are we getting popular in these streets? We are getting after popular. almost a year and a half. Are we finally starting to get some actual listeners? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. And we're not just getting Christy's mom pressing repeat forty seven <laughs> times. Here we you always talk about my mother. I I love you. Have admittedly said that your mom is one of our biggest fans, and I love her, oh. and I love that she listens. And I love that. Honestly, I love that. A big, honestly, a lot of your friends and family do support the show. Yes. Your sister, your mom, I shout them out. So whenever I say something jokingly about them, that's love. Because I, it's all love. Because I appreciate that. But now she only got a um, press refresh forty times instead of the forty-five times because we got a couple of other listeners that's actually listening. Yes. <laughs> all right. So what's up? So this this is based off our last podcast episode where we did our twenty questions, and the question is. Where did Carlos go to school, and how did you pay for grad school? So, Negroes, I told y'all in the last episode, you're not getting my business, my personal business. I'm not telling y'all that. So the the follow up to that was how did you pay for grad school, or how did I? I no, for that was the follow the follow up to the initial question was listen, um, listen, man, it's okay if you didn't go to school, just go ahead and leave your truth. This was my favorite episode. Oh well, I appreciate that, but I did go. to I wouldn't. We'll be the point a lot about going to college or not going to. But college. then why? But but the thing is, why not tell it? Because it ain't none of your business. I'm a private person. But who? But nobody. But who's gonna like who? Why would anybody look you up in I the got first a lot place? Of stalkers, trust me, I got a lot of stalkers in this world. Oh please! Believe it or not, I'm a very stalker, stalked man. Mm. So if you want to, if you really want to know, send the email back. Send me your private cell phone number, and I will text you where I went to college if it means that much to you. Okay. How did I pay for grad school? I got half of it. The, the other question was for me, how did I pay for grad school? Mm-hmm. Got half of it in a loan and the other half I paid as I went along. And um, I did move back home while I was in grad school. So I did was, you? you know, didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Matter of fact, we, 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 we had just got back to reconnecting. The reason oh, why we reconnected is because you, you graduated, graduated from grad school. Yeah. And I took you to. Olive Garden. Olive Garden <laughs> celebratory uh, meal. Yes, yes. So I, yeah, I didn't know. I, we weren't we weren't on speaking terms. That was one of the the down periods of our beautiful dozen year strong friendship. Yes. The ups yes. and downs, the peaks and valleys. 
Okay. Yes. Whatever. So you weren't stripping though. I stripping is not I was not down at the player's club. As I stripped, as everybody knows, in my college days. Is that a true story? That's something that you, you said. You know it is, okay. but I don't want to talk about it. Okay, it must be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything that I don't want to talk about is a lie. A lot about going to college, a lot about uh, my whole life. Is your real name Carlos Delgado? Of course. Okay. That, we can never lie about. All right. So, was that it? Well, I mean, I had... So, guys, so this episode... Oh, you about to get into the topic of the episode? Because I got a story I want to talk about no, really, go, really quick. All right, well, go ahead, go ahead. It has ahead. something to do with money and paying bills and things of that nature. So it's Ooh. a nice segue from you doing which, how you pay for grad school to this, this story that I want to talk about real quick. Now, do you recognize the name of Elvin Tilbedo? Does that yes, ring a bell in your heart? that was Sandra's fiance from The Cosby Show. Sandra's Elvin. fiance, later husband. Okay. Father of her two children. They were twins. Twins. Winnie and Nelson. Winnie and Nelson named Why do I know that? Named after, because even though Bill Cosby's a heartless piece of shit, he raised a lot of us. Dr. Huxable raised a lot of us, and we still love the Cosby show to this day. We do. Named after Winnie and Nelson Mandela. They had the little twins, Winnie and Nelson. So I want to bring to your attention this story, a Radar Online story, where they are calling out Mr. Dr. Elvin Thibodeau, real name Jeffrey Owens, for working now currently at a Trader Joe's. He he's up in the New York, New Jersey area, mm-hmm. and he works at a at a, at a, a Trader Joe's. And they like trying to kind of mocking him a little bit for, I guess his career. He's a 57 year old man at this point. He lives with his mom. His Aww. career has not been. He's had bit pros here and there, but Cop Show was in the '92, right? Which was what 26 years ago, and he's worked in acting since then, but. We got to stop mocking people for being down on their luck for one and getting joy out of him falling from right. being a star on TV to working in the Trader Joe's right. because while you laughing at that, you was never nothing. Right. You never, you never, you, you always worked at the Trader Joe's. You never had a, any type of thing or fame or notoriety. So why you, why do you think it's cool to mock this man because he's falling on hard times and instead of not doing anything or being a bum or not working, which would have been mocking me for hard for doing that, he went out and got him a job to help pay for whatever he needs to pay for. Right. Just because he used to be a star don't mean he made a whole bunch of money and don't mean your career always will be on top and it also don't mean that he shouldn't work. Like, should he be so ashamed of the fact that he used to be on TV show 20 years ago that he shouldn't have a job now to help pay his bills? <clears throat> and what's funny about that? What's right. funny about a person working? Working. This, this always made me mad. Like, even back in the day when people used to, like, mock people for working at different places, fast food places, or wherever they had to work to get their money. We all got bills. This world is built on people paying for things and buying things. So for you to be mocking this guy or making fun of him or even this radar online, they had to make it extra. Like They couldn't just say he was working there. They had to say he had on like um, a dirty T-shirt or stained T-shirt. And they were just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He didn't seem bloated and happy and and, uh, happy to be there. Is anybody happy to be at a job that they probably don't like, but they still have to do it to make right, the ends meet? Right. So for you to be doing that and mocking them or making fun of them, I don't think that's cool. Um, and I don't think he should be ashamed of it because even with this story, when they first called him to ask about it, he was upset and he hung up on the on, on I guess radar online. And he had then he also called back the next day and said, "Well, I'm still working in theater. I'm still teaching like theater classes and stuff." Like he had to justify. Like, you don't have to justify yourself to these people. Even if you're right, not working, you just want to work. Yeah. And half of these like gossip blogs and stuff, they live off of bringing other people down and exposing 
you know, things that may not even be true about other people. And like, I totally agree with you that there's no shame in having a job, an honest job. And number two, I love Trader Joe's. And I, I wonder where they get their, where they hire people from. Cause I feel like all the cashiers every time I go are super friendly. They always like spark a conversation. Yet when you go to Giant, <laughs> sometimes they don't even speak to you. We have an attitudes, but I feel like they hire quality employees and um, Elvin from the Cosby show, his real name, Jeffrey Owens. And Jeffrey Owens. And they, and they did even say, despite his grim mood, Owens politely wished the person who reported the story, uh, I'm not even going to say her name to give her even any slight bit of notoriety. He did say, have a good day. It was yeah, nice I, yeah, I don't story. understand. I think the internet is just Very bad toxic. and bad evil. and toxic. And I feel like, like I'm on Twitter I don't tweet, but I follow people. But I feel like all people do on Twitter is complain, like, it, or you know, trying to call somebody out or make themselves seem smarter or be well. Actually, this really happened, and it's it's calling people out. It's not like a like a good online environment to be on. But I got on it because I felt like I was missing out, and I, I don't feel like I'm missing out on a whole lot because it's just it's just the same BS and just more negative uh, toxic yeah, stuff more every negativity. single day. So shout out, shout out to Mr. Uh, Je Jeffrey Owens, better known as, well, I guess, better known as Elvin Thibodeau. Man, keep working, brother. Keep doing your acting thing because he still is getting acting jobs. He's, I think, is in a couple of movies and the TV shows over the mm -hmm. years. So, but don't feel ashamed that you got to work, man. We all got to work. And hopefully you bounce. Well, I shouldn't even say hope you bounce back because maybe it's you want to be with you. It's nothing to bounce right, back from. You're doing okay. Exactly. Keep up the good work, brother. Right, right. And I'm glad that we have positive things like our podcast to put out in the atmosphere for you all to enjoy. Well, I'm a positive male role model for the people, <clears throat> and yes. especially for you. Okay, yes, you are. Well, we're coming up on a very, very important anniversary. Oh, God. Uh, what is 13 it? years ago, next week, Okay. one of the most historic and memorable moments in also, TV history Also, remember, we have happened. to go backwards because we are not recording on our normal time, so make sure you got the date right. I'm I'm right. It's next week. Next week from when we release, or next week from when we're recording. Next week from when we're recording. So next week from right now. So when we release, by what time we so release? So by the this time, yes. It's okay. I'm so, just you know making sure you ain't ignorant and teaching bring, people bring wrong. Bring them up to speed. Yes. Teaching the people wrong. So. Excuse me for interrupting. <clears throat> just a, a beautiful and stunning moment in TV history. Our very own. Kanye West was on live TV <laughs> and he made the remark that George Bush does not care about black people. <laughs> and he was standing next to Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> and Mike Myers had that dumb look on his face. Just like and then they heard switch about the Chris and then Tucker. And it turned to Chris Tucker. And Chris <laughs> Tucker was like, he just had to like, I don't even know what Chris Tucker said, but it was a very unforgettable moment in TV history. So that was Kanye 13 years ago. 13 and what did he say ago. this week about black? <clears throat> well, let's 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 bring it bring it through. Okay, come on. Then. So we joked, we laughed about that. Fast forward to this year, and you have, or actually last year, you have Kanye West going to um, congratulate the president elect. Um, who shall who y'all know who it is? Y'all saw him wearing a Confederate flag shirt. Y'all saw him with the MAGA hat, and y'all saw him on TMZ meltdown and say that he said that you know slavery was a choice. And so, luckily, the other day, I believe Kanye has changed course, and I am prepared to forgive him uh, well, for those remarks. Kanye West went on 105.7, and I believe he made a. Um, statement that he wanted to apologize for how his slavery comment came off and made people feel. 
And this is what he said. He said, I don't know if I properly apologize for how that slave comment made people feel. I want to take this moment right now to say I'm sorry for people who felt let down by that moment. And then, <clears throat> so yeah, then he went on to say some other things and he said that ultimately he was glad that black people supported, that black people loved him so much, which I don't know if that last part was true, but he said that he knew basically what he was saying was he knew he messed up in that moment, but still, you know, some of us still like embraced him and didn't totally throw him away. And then there were other sides to it. Like people were saying that this was on Twitter. Some people were saying that they didn't feel like it was a true apology um, and that it was self-serving and then that he was egotistical because it still comes back to people still love me. But I, you know, I, I chose to take a more positive outlook on it. And I was glad that he even came out and said, said the words, I'm sorry for how it made for, um, you know, how it did make us feel. And, um, you know, and even though after the interview, he said that he still is down with, um, the person who's in the white house, you know, that is what it is. and ain't going to change, but I do accept his apology. Um, and I believe it was an apology. So he's mm-hmm. kind of, he's turning course a little ways and, and, no, I, okay. and I went in, I was really upset when Kanye made that statement. Like I, I was done, but I'm glad to see that somebody got to him and he realized that he was wrong. W- what's right. your take on it? Good for it? you, but I don't, I still don't care about no Kanye. <clears throat> I didn't say you care about him. Do you, I don't do you accept, accept his, his apology? No, he didn't apologize to me. If he want to apologize to me, come knock on my front what? door. Come be realistic now. I don't, I don't care. I think his apology is BS. Okay. Because his actions still show that he's a nut. So I'm good. Well, he could be a nut, but he might he had a moment of sanity, it seems, on Power 105.7. Well, he can keep having it. I'm good. Okay. You accepted it? I, yes. If I'm allowed to reject it, I have rejected it. I don't care. Well, I suppose. His apology is, is, is trash, just like him mm-hmm. and everything he does. Well, Carlos has spoken. Yep, and I am the say all, be all, and say all, everything. Is that it? That's it. Any other Kanye news you want to brag about? Um, no Kanye news. Because Kanye's Kanye's uh, black people were, uh, quote this week was that uh, Donald Trump really wants black people to like him. He, Donald Trump wants everybody to like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on, Kanye, go away. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. What content? I mean, what was he saying? Who did somebody ask him? Did I don't he, even or, know. Like, how did he I, didn't, I didn't even click on the read the article because that's how little I cared about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Two other Moving things. on. So you want to get into the main topic of the week? Yes. All right. So last week, Christy is is hot in these, uh, like you said, Twitter and Instagram streets. And I believe you sent this to me. You sent me an email. Or you sent me a, a Instagram post. And they asked the question, I guess it was directed to women. Oh, yeah. If men, I'm sorry, ladies, if your husband was paying his female friends be, uh, bills here and there, would you be all right with that? So I thought that was a, a interesting question because as you, and especially for people who are friends, we are platonic life partners dedicated to each other for the rest of our lives. And in that lifetime, we have had the relationships. We have relationships. And I wanted to kind of get into what do we think is appropriate for people who are platonic friends to okay. do with their part, with their friends is it inappropriate to do some of the th- these things I'm going to ask you if we have romantic partners? Okay. So the first question on the break, I asked that question to, I think you, we can give, you can give our answer to the response to okay. it. But I also asked it to a bunch of my lady friends about maybe eight to 10 women and got their responses back from whether to that initial question, whether if they had a husband, 
would it be cool if their husband was paying his female friends bills here and there? <laughs> Surpri- uh, not surprisingly, most women are probably about 80% said no, no, that wouldn't be cool at all. That's not something that they would find appropriate. The other two said they wouldn't mind. They wow. was like, some of them had caveats. They were like, I wouldn't mind if it was like a one-time thing, if this was their friend That's and they got into say. it. And then some of them were like, no, they just wouldn't mind at all because they knew this person before me. They had a relationship with them and it's cool. So what is your thought on it? My thought is it couldn't be a recurring thing. Like my man's not going to be paying nobody's sprint bill. But like <laughs> if he had a friend that got in a bind for whatever that month and, you know, she was really in a crunch and needed something, then, yeah, I would expect him, you know, to be a good friend and a good person and, you know, help the person, you know, help her out. Um, however, it would not, it could not be an ongoing and recurring thing. Cause I think that would just be, it. W- yeah, I would feel uncomfortable with it and it would just probably muddy up their friendship too. I'm thinking eventually. Yeah. So ultimately one time. Um, I, I, yeah. But, I said the same thing. Yeah. I was like, if it's like a one-time thing, you know, they've been friends for a long time. They've been to bind. This person has helped you out in the past. Then I wouldn't be like upset about it. But I also wouldn't want it to be like a recurring thing or them using my wife or my girlfriend or whatever it is as a piggy bank. Like, I'm not interested in them constantly paying it somebody else's bill because, especially if we are married and we living together, all money that's going out to pay somebody else's bill is less money we might have to pay our bills. Right. Now, hopefully my uh, girlfriend or wife will be <clears throat> responsible enough not to give them money that we didn't already have, we didn't already have our stuff covered. So definitely we're not giving no money if we don't have all our bills covered to give somebody else to make sure they on their feet and we struggling over here. And the two, I just don't think it's appropriate. I also think that shows the signs of an irresponsible person, person if they are constantly in need of financial relief from a friend of theirs. If you constantly can't pay your rent or you constantly can't pay your car note or you constantly have some, uh, some type of money, financial issues, sometimes it's just bad luck, but sometimes it's something that you're doing wrong. Like you overspending or you overexerting yourself or you living above your means. And you need to really make a correction of that before you start getting me to be your life support system. Well then, so just, but I think mo, I, I, my personal opinion is that with the shoe on the other foot, with a woman giving money to her male friend, that the main, you know, the main boyfriend or husband is not going to be down for that at all, whether it's an emergency or not. I feel like if he found out or if she told him, you know, I'm doing this, he he would have a problem with it. Whereas I agree with we you. would be more like, you know, more understanding, but a man would, you know, would go to his ego or make mm-hmm. him think something else was going on rather than like just really helping out a friend. But do you remember like growing up and this is like our generation definitely didn't do this, but people talking about having rent parties, like they couldn't pay the rent. So, um, nah, inviting people over on, and, on and then like paying money to get in. Do you like, you I couldn't do that nowadays. I've seen on good times. I think it's something you could probably do now, but people are gonna go to a GoFundMe before they start having an actual party. <laughs> Bring well, back uh, rent parties. Like, <laughs> if you provide some like basic food and drinks, and then you just charge people to get in, and if they got it, to share the wealth. But honestly, I don't think people will do it because there's way too many other ways to entertain yourself than going to somebody's house party and paying them to help. That's what rent. But how I think, much but, would you, but how much you have to invite, and how much would you? Well, that charge? would be the thing, though. You you would invite people, like they would know that this is a situation, so they would come out, you know, the goodwill of their heart and oh, like give. So as opposed to just kicking you five hundred dollars, they like, ah, right, come to your party and donate that. And way. then you spreading it out, so you don't get five hundred dollars from one person. You might get twenty dollars from however many five hundred divided by twenty is. Nah, so, I've only seen that on like good times. I've never actually heard of that in in real life. Yeah, I've heard of it. I mean, not personally people that I know, but it wasn't on good times mm, that I heard of it. But no. And then, and then I, we always I'll go back to the question is, 
In that scenario, it was the opposite sex friend. What if it's the same sex friend? Do your rules change? Does your opinion change if oh, he's my, just helping out his boy as opposed to helping nah, out nah. You know, a girl? I, so if he's helping out a boy, it's going to be the same thing here and there. Because just like you said, any money that's not um, that's going out is not coming to you know our expenses. So it, it has to be like like a one-time thing. Like I'm really in a bind. Yeah. So to me, it's the same thing. It didn't matter about the gender of the person you're giving the money to. It's just the fact that this is money that we could be using to do whatever we need to do, either paying our bills or even just saving for a rainy day or something that we might want to do down the line. And it's more money we kick out. Yeah. So I don't really care about the agenda. But that did get me into wanting to talk about some things. Some of the stuff, the stuff that we do, maybe have done at different times. But just trying to figure out what is your opinion on if this is appropriate stuff to do with friends. Okay. With of the opposite, opposite sex. sex. Mm-hmm. Like we are. And we'll start small and kind of build our way up into more drastic. Nothing that's going to be too out of control crazy. Right. But it will start like with small stuff and do a thing. Uh, I'll give you an example, a real life example. Okay. Even doing this podcast, I have gotten heat from doing this podcast. So that will lead me into my first question. Is it okay for you? For me, Christy. I'm I'm speaking for women. Oh, uh uh-huh. Men and women. Okay. So would you, okay, well, you got to speak for yourself, but also women. So would you be upset if your friend had, not your friend, your partner had a friend of the opposite sex but they never really told you about them in detail. But they never tell you. Okay, okay. First question. Okay. Do you think it's appropriate to hang out with a friend of opposite sex without informing your partner that you are hanging out with a person from opposite sex? So that is question number one. So, for me, I'm not. I'm like upfront. I'm. I'll say okay. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Carlos or I'm hanging out with Rob or I'm going past Corey's house. Like, Mm -hmm. so, you know, those names let you know that it is a gentleman fellow. Um, so wait, what was the question? I done got my, the Uh question is, it was a simple question. Do you think it's okay? Do I think it's okay? For, d- d- does your partner have to tell you if they're hanging out with somebody from opposite sex? No, because I mean, I hope hopefully they would just say, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I, or I'm going to happy hour with friends, or I'm going mm-hmm. to, I don't know, let me make up a name, Alicia's house. And like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna make a big deal of it. So right. no, you don't have to tell me the gender of them or the name. You could just like say, you know, I'm going to happy hour or blah blah. See, blah. I agree. Because like, to not me, making a big deal out of it. I, I'm not checking nobody. You know, I'm not nobody's daddy where I'm approving who they hang out with. So if you just say I'm going out with, I'm just going out. I'm not going to ask you a thousand questions to well, who you going out with, who going to be there, where you going. Because right. it don't matter to me. If people going to do something that they shouldn't be doing, they're going to do it regardless. So me following you all around or checking up on you constantly ain't going to stop them from doing it. And two, I, if I had that little trust that I'm thinking you're doing something weird or inappropriate, then I probably wouldn't be dealing with you to begin with. So I don't need an update as to where the person is going, who they going with, or what they're doing. I'm fine with all that. But I think so, you know, and if there are people who feel that way, who do feel like, okay, you know, I want to know where you're going or who you're going to be with. I'm wondering if on the other side of that, that's because they might feel left out or if they don't, if you, if it's such a big secret or if you're not sharing details, then you become curious or suspicious. Like, well, how come I don't know this person or how come I'm never invited? So I can understand why I heard all that before, you know, somebody would you know, might have a problem with it because they might feel like something is being hidden when, mm-hmm. in fact, there is nothing being hidden. Maybe that's just your preference that, you know, you 
you know, we are who we are and we tell and share what we want to share, but that doesn't mean that we're particularly um, hiding anything. But then just on another thing that you brought up, if so, if I, so if I'm in a relationship and I'm like going out and my man doesn't ask me where I'm going, like if he never asked and I'm wondering like, does he care? Like, does he even care where I'm? No, I'm just saying like, so if you don't, you said you don't need updates or you don't want to be checking up on nobody it's not because you have to or that you're worried that something will happen. It's just like you, you care about your partner and you want to know, oh, you going, you going to Friday's for happy hour? Are you going down, you know, such and such? It's just like like a normal conversation or like the typical things that you would ask somebody, not that you're trying to be nosy or check up on them, but just like you care and you just asking. It's not digging. Well, I ain't no normal person and you know that. Well... And I ain't nobody probation officer, so I ain't about to be checking on the comings and goings. Okay. okay. All right, so that was an easy one. All what, right. what about, is it okay for your partner to treat a person of the opposite sex out, opposite sex friend out? Meaning they take them out on tan, they pay for the meal, pay for whatever they do, the activities, is that fine? Here's my thing. Speak on it. And get a little close to that microphone, please. I don't understand how, like, that's not something that I would ask. Be like, oh, you went out. Oh, who paid? Like, mm-hmm. that's not something that I would inquire about. And I didn't ask if you were required about it. Okay. I said, would you be okay with them doing it? So you keep trying yes. to change yes. the question. My bad. I would be, yes, I'll be okay with it. But it can't be one of those situations, just like paying bills. I'm not paying your bill every single month. So every time that we go out, no, I... You, you shouldn't be paying for somebody every time you go out. If y'all friends, it needs to be shared. Mm. So, um, like what we do with our pre-show dinners. Yes, our pre-show dinner ritual. We alternate. So, so you think it's fine to do it on special occasions or every once in a while, but you don't want them constantly taking the person out. Correct. I okay. mean, because it just—I don't know—just seems like just not. In line with taking somebody out, are there places that they should not take them? So that are is, off limits. So this is what I was thinking. Like, and, and I don't know how I feel about this. What about like a movie? Like, would it be inappropriate for us to go see a movie together? We've seen movies together in the past. So, I'm, but while would it be an, to me? I don't know because I don't because I don't think it's because I mean, we know like each other. We know it's like we, I don't think there's nothing inherently romantic about a movie. It's not about but. So what do you so what would be the what do you think would be the person's aversion to? Their partner taking somebody to a movie or going I, to a movie with somebody. Is it too datey or is it too? I think it might be too. I think I might think that it just sounds too datey, even though it's not. Like, oh, I'm going to a movie with Carlos or, oh. You know, it's just hmm. not something. And see, that is a gender specific thing. Because I'm, if I'm going out with, you know, my sister or, well, but that's my sister. Or like with Kelly or somebody like that. Like, that's totally different. But with it's fine dude, for two Like, it might though. be weird for me to, you know, tell you know, say that I'm going out with another guy to a movie, but like dinner, I think it's fine. Happy hour, fine. But like, so, that's movie, so you think they should, it's okay to go out and drink together? Yeah. Or go out to eat together, but it's not okay to go out to a movie together. And a movie will be the least, uh, like in a movie, all you're doing is kind of sitting there watching the screen. You're not even talking. You're not even getting a chance to connect more. I, I feel like a dinner or out to drinks will be a much more intimate thing. They're just sitting next to somebody in the movie theater. I don't know why, because I was thinking about it today. I don't know why, but I feel like that might be, eh, like, eh. Hmm, interesting. It might be a little bit borderline or off limits. Hmm, That's just interesting. So there are, in your opinion, there are certain places that are off limits. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, unless it's involving, like, some, it, I guess it's my mind, my guy mindset. I, I'm turning everything back into it shouldn't be something that will prompt people to, like, want to have sex and stuff like that. 
Because to me, I'm thinking ever, ever, anything outside of going to like a porno shop together or like to a sex show should be off. What about a strip club? I mean, and you and I have gone to we've a gone strip to a club. strip club together. Now you didn't have a boo boo. I didn't have a boo boo. So what about that? So I didn't have a boo boo. So I don't have nothing. I didn't have nothing. I'm just saying. But, but, oh, but now, okay, so, now, so I don't. Uh, do, I don't give a boo boo. I'm not your personal life, but I'm just saying. Let's say you do hypothetically had a boo boo, and I say, okay, Christy, Friday, you know, Friday's coming up. Let's hit the Friday ritual. Would it be okay for you and me? Do you think he would mind if you went to the strip club with me, or would you mind if he had a home girl and him and his home girl went to the strip club? So yes, I would. I would want to know that he's going with his home girl, and I would probably like say to him, you know, oh, we're going to a strip club. But then I don't think I would go. I think that's just that's another like squishy mm, situation. Okay. Squishy, squishy, squishy. Going to a strip club while you're in a relationship with somebody else. Um. Yeah, definitely no um, sex toy shops. But <laughs> I have an example. So, go for it. um, you might recall this. There was a time I was dating someone new. And I um, went to the gun range with a friend and <laughs> I did not, I was, I did not want the person that I was dating to know that I went to the gun range with my male friend I because I thought, that. I thought that, you know, the new dating person would get jealous. Which to me and is the weirdest thing. Cause because like, that, that's dating to me. The you gun, think going to a gun range is dating? That, that's a, that would, that would, that was like a date I date idea type of thing and in particular for that particular situation the guy that i was dating was he a mom he he um was into guns oh, and okay. we and i think that's something that he wanted to do with me but See, i had that's already a planned, little bit different though. i had already had it planned with my friend and okay. so it was like i couldn't i had to like lie about that situation not lie but i had to withhold information that i went to the gun range with my male friend right. when it was totally innocent because you know he would have felt some way about See, it stuff like that like stuff like that i can understand if it's something that we are planning to do, like even back to your movie example. So let's say the movie coming out on Friday night, but your partner can't go to Sunday night. Right. And then you and they really want to see this movie really bad with you. And then you go see it on oh, Friday night up. With, with your friend. And you may still go with them on Sunday, but I feel like that'll be something that will be like a little bit like crossing the line because even though you're still not doing nothing appropriate, you know I want to see this movie really bad and I want right. to see it with you for the first time. And if you go see it with somebody else, I will kind of be in my feels a little bit about that. Right, agreed. I, I agree. Anything that you do that is taking that is taking away from us having that same experience, I kind of will be more upset about it, or be like more, you know, a little bit concerned about it, as opposed to it's something like people do regular or every day. Right, right. Okay. <clears throat> so we know there's some places all fine. What about traveling together, going out of town for several days, or even for overnight? Let's say some type of festival. You can't go, but you got some tickets. You you want to go with your opposite sex partner. You end up going to the festival, staying in a hotel room overnight. Would that be cool? Same hotel rooms? Yeah, we we all ain't no Richie Rich. Same hotel room, and we can do both scenarios. One, there's one bed. One, there's two separate beds. So for the one bed, okay. Mm-mm. So for the one bed, one big king size bed, plenty of space. They can put a little pillow fort in the middle. Okay, so it ain't no touch. It depends, and I and I know I'm just like a different kind of person sometimes. That's fine. That's fine. But if I I need to know how if I if, especially if I've met the other person that you're going with, if I met your homegirl and I know that y'all really are just cool, 
then I think it would be fine if y'all trying to save some money and I can't go, mm-hmm. but I know her and y'all going together, y'all can go and have the two separate beds. So does change change if you know the person? Do you have if you have met them before and you understand the dynamic between the two, does that change your mind as opposed to you know he got a cool homegirl that he cool with, never met him before. I mean never met her before, but you know they've been rocking together for twenty years since high school or you know, since the the They've been knowing each other since they was both five years old. Well, I would, I would, I would think that I would have met her. Like I would want to know why I haven't met her. I think that would be strange. That if this person is so close to you, and if I'm in a relationship with you, then there's no reason why we should not have met. Mm-hmm. So good point. Good point. Um, yeah. So, so you think it's okay for separate her, If you didn't meet her, it's not cool at all. If I didn't meet her, it's it's not very cool. All right, mm-hmm. but if you met her, it's cool if they both had the two. Double beds in the room, and they sleep both sleep in their own bed. Yeah, even yeah. though that ain't gonna stop no wife from creeping on the other bed. <laughs> Why would night. you even say that? I'm just, I mean, I'm just I, and, and I mean, that's I'm just, just like, I know, I know. They, I know. They're just showing you like the how people how think people in think. A, a rational mind versus like an irrational thought. Because like, okay, it's cool if they promise to sleep in separate beds, but meanwhile nobody's there to make sure that they they don't. Right. And, no, right. and who's the, they may still sleep in separate beds. That don't mean they didn't have no activity in, <laughs> in one the of the shower. beds on the shower on the floor before they went to their separate beds at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what about you? So, would you let your um, significant other go out of town? I don't believe in letting. I don't let. Oh, excuse me. Would I be upset with it or not? Sighting off. Um, see, not would you be upset? Would you off some one-on-one type of stuff? I, you know, you know, I got a a group of friends and we travel a lot together, and it's it's, right. Sometimes it's sometimes it's just the fellas, but sometimes it is co-ed. Right. So it's mixed sex, and we usually. Somehow the, the girls usually get in their own room, the boys get their room or whatever it may be. So it's not really a lot of intersex mingling. But so I, I feel like I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I don't really do one on one trips. So I, I I still feel like a hypocrite though, because I do group trips. So I don't think I can really say no to anybody saying that they want to stay over somebody's place. Mm-hmm. So I will hide the door because I Definitely believe in fair and in in like having a quality relationship, uh, equality in a relationship. Where if I'm doing something, then they should be able to do it too. I'm not one of these people true. who say, "Oh, I can do God knows whatever," but when they do it, I'm ready to break up or ready to act like they some trash because they do the same thing. So All right. I would have to allow it. So what happens? Okay, let's say so Go for it. you um your significant other goes out with her homeboy, and they get trashed and drunk. And he can't make it home. And he needs to, uh, he wants to crash on her couch. Is that, that something I was that just about to do that same scenario. Mm-hmm. I asked you a question about somebody coming from out of town and staying okay. with them. So, like, to me, it's too many apps nowadays that you can take your ass home. You don't need to stay over. It's too, oh, apps. Like, you can call Uber, you can call Lyft, you can do a whole bunch of ride share programs so you don't have to stay over nobody's house. With that said, I still wouldn't be too upset if they, uh, if they both, but I also don't, maybe I'm just being weird about it and being a sexist, but I don't trust no drunk man around no woman. But, mm, yeah, that's I trust, I, like, I know because, it, I don't know, because maybe I'm a guy, and even though I know I have You know control, how you think. But no, I mean, I know how I think, but I know, but it's also weird for me to say it because I don't act like other men can't have control. I've right. been around plenty of my female friends drunk, especially when we go to those group trips. To, we used to go to Ocean City and all that, drunk, and I never tried to, like, get with them and... So I'm assuming that I could, tr- but I just don't trust other men for some reason. So I personally wouldn't be a huge fan of it, but end of the day, I, I would have to allow it because if one of my homegirls, we went out and got drunk, 
I would let them stay on my couch or whatever. And they, they would let you stay on there. Yeah, and I, in, in the past, I've done that where we, sometimes we just had too much fun that particular night, and I was like, I'd rather you come and crash and maybe I'll get yelled at by my lady than for you to be out driving drunk and something bad to happen to you. Right, right. So I would be fine for it, even though I, you know, in my own sex mind, I don't, I don't trust no man trying to be drunk around no lady because I just, um, too many creeps out here. Okay, what about going back to the strip club um, scenario? But this is like a regular club, and they get to dancing. Is she? Oh, no, is she? I don't care about that. Okay. Yeah, you could, because I don't care if they go if she go out with phenomenal friends. She just in the club and just having a good time and is just dancing with other people. Okay, what if they grinded on each other like Molly and Joe from Insecure? I I gotta remember that episode. That was from season two. Season, I remember. I, remember. Uh, I don't care. And he was back it up, uh, back it up, grind uh, it out. Uh, just as, as long as you ain't. Exchanging no bodily fluids or um, <laughs> doing no giving no number to nobody the other night. You can dance with whomever you want to dance with. So, be it your friend. Actually, I, I'm gonna say I, I could probably prefer it with your friend because that might keep other guys away. Right, right. As opposed to, or just yeah, I don't. But me, to me, dancing or grinding in the club has never been no big whoop. I think to do uh, some men might disagree. That might be a bigger deal from uh, for some other men. Just kinda... well, I mean, everybody's different. I'm just right, for right. me personally, I, I never. Yo, grind away, dance away, have fun. I mean, what's the point of going out? Grinding. Okay, what else you got? Oh, so out of town, what if they come from out of town? Is it the same thing? If you knew, uh, would you be fine if your man's homegirl was coming out of town for the long weekend? Y'all don't live together. He live by himself, and she come to stay with him for long weekend. Thursday to Sunday or Friday to Monday. Yeah, because I would expect that I would probably be over there the weekend, too. And so I'll get to meet her, and so you'll be like, you'll be able to talk about this. My bed. Don't try to come in this room. You can stay on the couch here. I got my bed. Yeah, I made the bed for y'all. Here's some pillows. We keep the um paper towels in the right. above the sink. You have a short place. Yeah. So no, I won't have a problem with it because I would surely you know be up over there anyway, and um you know we'll, we'll all be at home getting to know each other. Getting to know each other. They say no threesome pop off. No. No. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, here's one. Yeah. So, I have two scenarios, but I for, just forgot the second one. But here's one. So, I have a, I know a, uh, a friend who we never dated, but we talked to one another back in the day. Explain talking to talked the young kids. To, so, exchange numbers, talked, maybe, maybe like, yeah, like kissing, stuff Heavy like that. Heavy um, no, petting? No intercourse. Did he ever see the luscious boobs unleashed? No. Did he have a feeling? Come, I don't look. Just listen to the story. No. Okay. Just so, gotta note all the details. So anyway, long story short, things don't work out. Y'all, not things don't work out. You just realize that you're better off as friends and y'all still friends. Mm-hmm. And then he invites you to the wedding. So basically the question is, can somebody that you dealt with or whatever, whatever, would you have a problem with your um, significant other inviting somebody that she used to deal with or her ex to your mm. wedding if you got married? Oh, that's tough because it I is tough. That's a good question. I to your wedding one day, and I hate for your man to think that. Hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. How good? A, oh. So. How good a friend? Oh. Because ideally, honestly, I wouldn't invite no ex to my wedding. Really? I mean, like we talked about this last week. Uh, uh, other than you. Okay. But we talked about this last week. I don't really keep in contact with any exes 
to even invite them to a wedding, so I wouldn't even think about something like that. But I'm I'm trying to really think about that. Is it appropriate to invite somebody? In your situation, that like talking to where y'all, it wasn't, y'all didn't it wasn't really nothing, do nothing serious. Y'all went out maybe on a couple of dates, nothing serious happened. Y'all didn't even have sex. I don't think I would have that big a deal with something like that. But if this was like your ex, that y'all was together for like 10 years, y'all was previously engaged, <laughs> I don't know if I want them in our lives, much less at our... Yeah, that's super mature. At our um, our wedding. Right. But Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to say I will vote in the no column. She'd have to give me like some real, real justification like y'all grew up together and then y'all decided, you know, grew up from babies. And then y'all decided to date when y'all were like 20 and didn't work out. Y'all dated for three months. Nothing really happened with y'all. Mm-hmm. And then he was still like a tough friend of the family. And like his mama was going to be there. And his daddy was going to be there. And he was also just a part of the family. So we invited that whole extended family of yours. Then maybe then. But outside of that, I don't think so. Okay. What about okay. Um, I would like to think that I'm super mature about it, but then I think it's weird. And there like are exceptions, like you know, I would invite you, um, and there is like another person that you know I might that I would invite, and I don't think that it would be a big deal because it, you know, that it was a long time ago, and then it didn't you know run as deep. Mm-hmm. But the reason I asked is because I was in, a, and so this is another thing. So I was in a relationship, and back in the day when we weren't talking part of the reason we didn't talk was mm-hmm. because I wasn't allowed to talk to you and I think I told oh, you that you never told me I that would, bro I would text you like here and there nah, but I, bro. I wasn't Explain supposed it right to, now. break it down to me right now I wasn't, supposed, I wasn't supposed to text you give me the whole details who was it I'm not telling you his name I don't know him. I, you never knew his name okay. you know, and y'all never but met why, why was I such a threat it was, was it shortly after we broke up <laughs> come on give me the details so Did he this, learned that I was an excellent lover? What was it? Please. No, this was like, I think two, like from 2011 to 2014. This is all in a time I'm in grad school and okay, stuff. So we this weren't talking. Four, five years, but I, this is weird because this was, at that point, what? A good four or five years after, after we had broke up and right. we weren't even hanging tough then. I know. I know, but it was that was a point. How did I even come up? I don't, I guess we talked about past relationships or something or had a conversation mm. where he, I mean, he never said, oh, you can't, you know, don't, you better threat. not be texting Carlos. But it was like, I knew that that wouldn't have been acceptable. And then, so my home Was it just me or was it like all your guy friends? Because you got a couple of other guy friends that you are really cool with, hang out with, and are tight so, with. So another, so another guy friend, my ex, and um, they, they, they're cool. And they actually developed their own separate little friendship blah 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 but then one of my the situation I just told you about where my friend like we kind of you know we like talked to each yeah, other and yeah. he got married and I went to his wedding um we went to we were invited to a cookout a barbecue at his house and my boyfriend did, he felt some kind of way about going because he thought it was deeper than what it was even though the guy was married at this point even though yes and that was the thing I'm like he's mm. married like his, we're not we weren't even like like that like that but see that was my thing of oversharing information that didn't need to be shared because I guess sharing it made it seem like it was you know something, something more than what it was so but ju- it just Robo showed just seemed like he got some insecurity issues I, I you know maybe he did but because we didn't me. talk that much and then when I did I had to like you know okay I know that if I he, if he found out he would have something Damn, to say about really? it but then to, to flip the story around I ended up seeing a text message from one of his ex-girlfriends mm. and I got really upset about that because he never talked so about her and, he, and he lied about receiving the text message from her mm. and so I got mad because you lied about it so if you ain't had nothing to hide um, you know don't lie about yeah, it so I, anyway I haven't had a situation like that since I was like on my early 
20s, like one of my, I guess, first serious relationships. And she had like this big issue. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just because we was, she was even younger than I was. She was probably sitting in her teens, like, you know, like 18, whatever, maybe. And you were what, 20s? I uh, like 20. So like maybe a couple years older. Mm-hmm. But she would have this issue with like, talking about movies. I went to movies with two girls in like our early parts of our relationship. And she was like so pissed about it, especially the second time because she had told me how she felt about it the first time and then I ended up doing it again. But I was like, this ain't no big deal to me because like I know these people, I'm friends with them. Yeah. I'm, I I don't want nobody, and that made me really be like, I can't have nobody dictating who I can be friends with, mm-hmm. especially as an adult. That's like middle school, high school, like she was fresh out of high school, so that type of stuff. And I'm like, I'm not for that. I can't have you telling me who I can be friends with and who I can't be friends with. And then come to find out, that's the last one. Uh-huh. She was the one that was cheating all alone. <laughs> well, not all alone, but at some point she started cheating. Oh, woman there, so bless her. Oh, good for them. But I'm just like to me, and that's a that's a big thing when it comes to, like friends. At this point in my life, at our age, I can't be dictating what my partner is doing or who they yeah. friends with, because a lot of times they may have had these partnerships and friendships way longer than we even known each other. So who am I to tell them to cut anybody off? Then of course. Sometimes you have to dial stuff back, but that's just in the sake of keeping the peace, keeping the peace. And, and also as long as it's not interfering with our relationship. So if it's like every weekend you say, I'm going to go out with X, Y, and Z instead of hanging out with us and have some quality time, then I'm going to be upset about something right, like that. Right. If that's all, if it's constantly this person's interfering or calling you when I need to talk to you, or if, if they text you, jump to break your neck to try to respond to their text. And then when I text you, it take eight hours to get the response. <laughs> like stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, then I'll be like, okay, well, you need to dial it back or maybe we need to re- rethink this. But just having some friends or people, whether they be the same sex, opposite sex, I ain't got time to police nobody at yeah. this point in our lives. So yeah. you're going to do what you're going to do and you're going to be the friends with whoever you're friends with. And whether I meet them or don't, I don't care. Because honestly, I don't like to get too heavily involved in my partner's friends because I know at the end of the day, I, they still your friend. And if I get attached to them or close to them and then we break up. I always start all the time getting attached or close to them for them to be like, okay, I'm still their friend, not yours. Mm-hmm. And keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to keep my worlds compartmentalized and separate. And I also don't want people crossing lines on all the Egypt jazz because they just end up being bad. And that's okay. what I'm going to say in the story. All right. Well, that's, that you is got how you scenarios? feel. I think I'm all out of You have spoken on it. I don't think anything else appropriate that friends of the opposite sex should not be doing while they're in relationship we cover movies restaurant going out to drink sleeping paying over bills, paying bills over. going out of town together going out of town together Tra- yeah traveling together like traveling, nah yeah, that's, that's on that some will smith jada stuff like if y'all going out of town we <laughs> i'm going out of town too like we can all hey, go together real quick back to the marriage thing let's say your ex or your current uh person you married into right they have a ex and they have a kid together. Would you invite invite the father of the kids to the wedding? I wouldn't. Wait, yeah. say that again. Okay, so let's so say I'm... your ex mm-hmm. had a the, not your ex, the person you dating. You're about to marry them. You're getting married. They have a child with their ex. Mm-hmm. Would you invite the ex's the mother of the kid the the mother of the kids to the wedding? 
I don't see. I don't. No, I, I don't think it's. Her. I don't think it's appropriate. Nah, I, I don't think I have to. No, as long as my child is there, then. Yeah, the child is fine. Now, ex, if nah. it's a brand new baby, you breastfeeding, and I want my baby there, then yes, you know. You, <laughs> like, if you marry somebody the, who got a brand new baby that's breastfeeding, <laughs> oh, right, right. something that's, going on yeah, in y'all shit. Really wrong. Either y'all move super super fast, or somebody was creeping, or something weird was going on. Nah, nah, nah. So let's but, say they not breastfeeding the baby. That'd be funny. You walking in the aisle, you just look over and just see her titty out, <laughs> breastfeeding in the third row. Oh, uh, it's still looking better than you. Yeah, that's that was a good question. That's a good scenario. No, she don't have to come, yeah, and he don't have to come. All right, let him stay home. So, mm-hmm. any anything else on the subject? Any announcements? Any news? You want to tell everybody where by the time this come out, where you'll be enjoying the fun. And oh stuff? yeah, I'll be in Jamaica. Oh, um, getting so high. We recording a couple days early since I won't be here. So if anything is, we didn't talk about no news st- stories, but anything that's stale, that's why. That's don't why. don't judge us and uh, actually if you got a problem with us recording early and it's being come stale, see us come see us <laughs> throw them hands we can you know Christy can fight I'm just gonna watch windmill <laughs> no, we used to call that fight like a white girl we just swing your arms crazy uh huh oh my cousin used to fight like that all the time back when they was little they used to fight all the time them girls used to always be fighting each other and then I guess it's just like guys because then they'd be back playing dolls or mm-hmm. whatever girls do ten minutes later nowadays they you know you done Bullying done got so bad. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't even want to get into just it. Go back, like just go back to the back in the day stuff. when drama was easy. Yeah. So, no news. Oh, okay. shout out to um my nephew who turned 15 and my niece who turned 16. Happy birthday. I love you guys. I know you don't listen, but I know your mom listens. So, yeah, tell, just want to shout them out. Tell your mom's happy birthday to the little um, kitties. Growing up so fast. I know, I know. God dang, I remember when it was babies. Yeah. And now there's new babies. Now it's new babies. The world turns. All right, all right then. Ready to get about here? Yeah. Remember to, even though I don't review none of your stuff, shout out to John Effect one more time. Hey, <laughs> to like, rate, review, and subscribe to our show across multiple platforms, including Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at the PLP Podcast, and then send us emails like we got today. At the PLP podcast, excuse me, at the PLP podcast at gmail.com. That person that really want to know what college I went to, just tell them. Tell them that you me, went to Cornell. <laughs> email me your phone number and I will text you where I went to school. Do not, I'm editing whatever you see out of the podcast, so shut up. And have a good day and enjoy Jamaica. Did you go to Cornell? No, I didn't. Yes, no, you did. did. Enjoy Jamaica. Um, Oh yeah, so yeah. I don't closing remarks. This is Christy. (laughs) You messed it all up. This is Carlos. I say this is Carlos. Oh, I thought you said your name already. This is Carlos D. (laughs) And this is Christy. See ya. Thank you for being friends. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we.